Hey guys, Adam from Splendid Sports. We're back. Another three and three. I'm joined by Theo Clemente Collector. How's it going, Theo? Going great, Adam. I appreciate uh, when when you when you reached out to me. It felt like I was getting called up to the big leagues. I really appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> well, man, this is cool. Um, this is episode 27 of Three and Three. And uh, guys, if this is the first one you've ever caught, Theo is going to show us three of his favorite cards in his collection. And then we're going to look at three cards, maybe four, maybe four on your want list. And this was my idea. Uh, but we're going to look at those. Uh, but before we get into that, want to uh, talk a little hobby background and uh, YouTube channel background, Theo. Uh, tell I want to, if, if it's cool with you, I want to kind of go into how you got into becoming Clemente Collector. And it kind of ties into your dad. Do you mind just giving that story on how that started? Yeah, sure. Um yeah, so so like like a lot of people out there, you know, just a regular guy, and it, we were in the pandemic, and I started hearing all the buzz about the uh, the sports cards blowing up, and 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 I remember collecting when I was a kid in the '90s, and I I was like I was like, wow, that's really cool. So I started I started watching break videos on YouTube, um, just you know. I was trying to bid on some for I'm a big Steeler fan too. I was bidding on some Steeler players, things like that, try to try to get in team breaks. And then I, I go to my parents' house. Um, this was about two years ago. I go to my parents' house to go get my old cards. Cause um the first thing you think when you've been out of the hobby so long is oh my cards must be worth something. <laughs> yep. And uh growing up in the junk wax era, obviously that's not the case. But I went back to my parents' house. I uh my mom had all my old cards there, um, and um, I tell my dad what's going on. I tell him that I'm I'm really getting into baseball cards again. I've been watching you know modern break videos, and and I you know I think it's really cool. And you know, and he brings up that uh, he brings up that he still kept his childhood cards. Um, and I I I honestly didn't know that he kept his childhood cards. He he's a very much um, doesn't throw anything away type of person. So. So it didn't surprise me that he had something. It just surprised me that I've never seen him. So he goes up in the attic and comes down with uh, comes down with three uh, 1962 tops uh, um, boxes um, that the wax packs were in, and he opens up the the lid and he he literally had rubber bands wrapped around them and like maybe stacks of sixty, and the rubber bands were completely dry rotted through, and um, <laughs> so. The top cards, like I was like literally with my fingernails, I was pick, I was picking like the rubber band uh, remnants off of the top cards. So we start going through his cards. I never, I never did any research on vintage cards or anything like that, or, or saw vintage cards. So I really didn't know, I really didn't know if you know if he had, if this was a gold mine, if it was just you know it is what it, it's not really worth very much. So we start going through the cards together. We put him in order. He ends up having um, he ends up having a complete 1962 top set, um, the wood grain border. I can actually, I got the Pirates cards actually right here. Um, so I'll show. These are these are these are the Pirates cards from from that from that box. Wow! Look at and that. Then, and then here's a uh, here's the other page here. So we, yeah. So so we put all the cards in order. I asked him, um, I asked him what he wants to do with them. And he says, he says, well, I'm not getting any younger. He said, why don't you sell them for me? So I take them home and I start, 
I start going on YouTube and looking at videos of, of similar sets. And he, he had cards from the 60s, 1960, 1961, and 1962. So I start looking at videos and I start seeing that they're actually they're actually valuable and uh, you can go on a PSA registry and kind of see kind of values. So I start going through that and, and going through that exercise and I, I figure out that, you know, that they do have value. And the biggest the biggest card that that he had after looking through all the cards was the 1961 uh, Mickey Mantle card, which I asked you if you could you could bring it as an example to show anybody. So he had a PS. Uh, when I ended up getting it graded through PSA, it ended up being a six, uh, which is very surprising with with uh, wow. it, be, it being in a box for. That's a great day. grade for that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. So so once once I start doing research and stuff, and 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 I make an eBay account and everything like that, I start really enjoying the vintage look of the cards, and I just think they're awesome. And and I reach out to him, and I'm like. I'll sell these for you. Can I just keep all the pirates cards? And he's like, he's like, yeah, that sounds fine to me. So, so I sent, I sent a bunch of cards SGC. I actually have a video on my channel that shows the return from his collection. I sent a bunch of the hall of famers to SGC, got them graded. I sent the mantle to PSA and then, um, and then I gradually start selling all his cards um, other than the pirates cards. And, um, as as I'm doing all this research, I, I first off as a Pirates fan, Roberto Clemente was always my favorite player growing up. Um, you know, it's it's just it's kind of a rite of passage in Pittsburgh, like just to learn about Clemente and what he did for you know as a humanitarian and how great he was as a player. So so me having his Pirates, my dad's Pirates cards, like just was so so awesome to me. And then. And then I start watching a lot of just Roberto Clemente YouTube stuff of, of people that have cards. One of them was Lou Rock. And, and I start seeing what, what the run looks like. And I start looking at prices. And I actually figure out that it's actually pretty affordable to actually start buying some of his cards. I mean, <laughs> you know, within reason, it's affordable. It just depends on how you look at it. So so I just start gradually, as I'm selling my dad's cards, I just start gradually buying Clemente cards with my own money. And, uh, you know, starting with 70s cards and, 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 and late 60s because they're so much more affordable than the 50s cards. So so the long and short of it, though, is after I sold all his stuff, I, 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 I had a big stack of cash and I took it to his house and I handed him the cash and he he handed it right back to me and said that that um, that the cards would have been mine someday just to keep all the money myself. Um, which was really crazy and kind of blew me away. Um, so, you know, I was kind of, I got home and I was a little bit bummed out about the whole not keeping some, some more of the cards outside of the Pirates cards. But, you know, after talking with my wife and stuff like that, we ended up, uh, and I'll show a card later, we ended up, I ended up using the money back in the hobby um, for my Clemente collection. So at the end of the day, it ended up having a, a great story with it. But, um, I definitely still think about the 1961 mantle that I sold it. It ended up selling for a thousand dollars. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still pretty good. So, um, so yeah, I have always pirates cards and, and that's what got me into vintage. And then I started a YouTube channel last August. So it'll, it's been about eight months now I've been on YouTube. And I love on your channel, you, how you're, you're doing so many, um, cool, like group videos, lives and, yeah. Having people on, we were talking earlier about. I, I think my favorite one you've done 
Uh, it was actually on uh, John 3D 80s Kid channel, I believe. You were the host, and he was. You guys were kind of working together on that one. But that collectors, um, collector, player. player collector episode that was so good. I just love how you guys did that and just everything about it. Um, but yeah, I love your channel. Just all the group stuff you do, and for me, that's like the most fun stuff. That's why I started doing these. You know, just having one person on with me is is uh, fun for me. Just having a conversation because there was a time when I never got to do those. So these yeah. are, uh, these, anytime I can get on with someone else, it's better than a solo video for me. That it's just like, they're more fun. So. Yeah. I, I, I uh, so after a couple months of being on, I, I was kind of feeling like I was on the outs as far as, you know, being, being on lives with other people because I was so new. So I kind of, I kind of took it upon myself to, if, if I, if I'm not being invited on anything, which is understandable, I'm very new. I'm going to, I'm going to try to, create some type of content where I can meet other collectors and get closer. And, and, uh, it's been great. I've, I've gotten so many collectors cell phone numbers and we text now and, and I really have some true friends in the hobby. So it's been really cool. <laughs> On that note, guys, I just want to throw it out there. You know, I've had, if you've watched my channel, I've had a lot of people on my channel, which has been, I've been so thankful for, and it's been great. But if you, you know, if you've had any interest in me coming on your channel, I would love to do that. I don't get too many invites these days. So, uh, guys, uh, you guys were nice enough to invite me on that collector's episode, which I, I couldn't make, unfortunately. But uh, anyone else out there who happens to catch this, if you're looking for an extra guest for a panel or a live, I'd always appreciate an invite. I, I always like getting with other people and talking. So just throwing it out there. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. And and I'm going to since since I did this, since I came on your show. I would really appreciate you come on my behind the card show. That would be really cool. So yeah, man, I definitely <laughs> I love to do that. I don't, I don't think I would. I'm not going to do too good at the the lightning round, but uh, I'm not good <laughs> under pressure like that. But I'll give it a try. You know. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. all right. So you are now your goal basically was, uh, and this is still your goal, is to try to collect every Clemente vintage card, basically, right? Everything that's in pl yeah playing days every every playing days card. I'm um. I'm currently at. Uh, I just checked today. I'm at 67. I'm at 67 cards. Um, the the rub for me is, <laughs> and Matt from THA Card Store was one of your guests with Tyrus the one day, and uh, he's working on Hank Aaron right now, and it's kind of cool. Me and him met each other, and they're kind of at the same spot in their journey with Hank Aaron. But uh, Matt's doing the team cards, the Venezuelan team cards, the Opeachy team cards, and I'm kind of, I'm still trying to get. Like, like, you know, U.S. version cards and, 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 and I haven't even went down the team card route yet because I could I could stack up some team cards and get my numbers a little bit better. But <laughs> we got a couple of those coming up on your want list, a couple of Clemente cards. So, yeah, uh, let's get rolling with what we're going to do is look at three of your favorite cards in your collection. So, number one, I'm ready for whenever you got it. OK, cool. All right. Well, number one, um, I'm kind of break. I'm a rule breaker here. Is is three cards together? These are the three Clementes I got from my father. All right. So, so if if I had to only pick three, it would end up only being these three. So that would be kind of boring for people. So, um, so we got this is the uh, the 1960s Clemente, which is gorgeous. Look at the centering on that. Wow. Um, the 1961 Clemente. I always love this card. I just feel like he just looks so regal. Um. Yeah, I, I, I just love the look of that 61 card. Um, and then and then the 62 card was actually my least favorite of the three. And over time, it's really 
it, it might be my favorite now. I just, uh, I, I all of a sudden really start loving the 62 set. I just think the wood grain is just perfect. Um, a great card. Yeah, you're right. I love that. So, so if you had to rank these three, what would, what would be your ranking as far as not grades aside, what would be your ranking as far as what's your favorite out of those three? I would have to say, man, those are three good ones too. <laughs> By the way, before, I, before I say that, I just want to say, man, yeah. I would, I would absolutely kill. I would give up any card in my collection. I'm not, I'm being serious to have a, have one of my dad's cards when he was a kid. He had, he, uh, I've told the story, but he, his Mickey Mantles got given away or thrown out when he went in the service in 1965, I think it was. Um, and if I somehow, we'll never get him at this point, but like if there's, if there's a way I could have just one of his cards from when he was a kid, I'd give up any card in my collection for that, just to, to have those. So the fact that you have your dad's vintage cards, man, that is so awesome. That is incredible. Uh, but I would have to go probably, I think I do like 62 out of those. I like the I like the 62 the best. And then I'm going to go 60 because I just love that set. Uh, I just love the design and everything. And then uh, 60, 61 would be third, even though I love all those. So. Yeah, they're 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 all great. And they're it's a great three years of just different tops product. They're all so different, but they're all great in their own ways. It's like a really cool. I don't know. It's really cool. Those three years, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, they actually, so the 61 card, they actually used it for the Wheaties stamps too. I don't know if you know that. So same picture. Wow. No, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great picture. Man, yeah. what a good looking guy he was, man. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, that's officially number one. A, a group of three is number one. Yes. So let's, let's go number two. Okay. Number two is, is the card the card that got me onto YouTube because I didn't feel like I could go onto YouTube without it. Um, and it's the, um, it's the 1955 Clemente rookie card. Um, so, so the only reason why I was able to afford this, cause I would never have it is because I, you know, I sold those cards for my father and he gave me the money back. Um, and luckily my wife was all for me putting the money back in the hobby. So, so I'm very appreciative of that. And uh, I, I, I feel like for a 1.5, it's a really nice copy. I really wanted to get a centered copy. That was one of my number one things. And I really wanted a good, good surface on it. So beautiful. Yeah, that is a beautiful card. Look at that, man. How, does it have like a crease somewhere like that? I can't see or it, why, it, it doesn't have um, it, it doesn't have a crease, but it's got it's got a couple of wrinkles that you it's really hard to tell unless you're you're in person. Oh, man, that thing is great. Look at that. <laughs> um. But what what I would say though is, and not to go away from the Clemente rookie card, is what I would say though is, I honestly regret waiting to get on YouTube. Uh, I I I didn't get on YouTube till I had this rookie card, which completed my run. So I I had the complete run, and I felt like I was qualified then to actually start my channel. And what I would say to somebody out there that's that was that thinks like I did, don't wait to get on YouTube because you don't think your cards are good enough yet. Um, make the plunge, get on. And start talking to people. It's it's definitely worth it. I think that's great advice because yeah, it's not it's not really a that I mean yeah, it's nice to have good cards and stuff, but it's really about just connecting with people like we're doing here, you know. And uh, I've had to clean up my YouTube feed here recently. I just just yesterday I was like scrubbing it because like a lot of my friends and stuff, I'm not even getting their videos in my feed or anything, and I'm getting blasted with uh, 
trimming <laughs> videos and all this crap, and I'm trying to just get that stuff out of here. <laughs> I want to get back to the get back to the core of this thing. So, but uh, yeah, I, I think that's great advice. Uh, all right, so let's go number three. Number three, I'm I'm gonna break the rules again because these two cards go together. Um, so I made a recent video with John Mangini. So so recently. I got my first Bazooka Clemente, 1960s. Um, so this card is um, on PSA, it's Pop 54. So it's very low pop. Um, you could also buy um, the panels. The panels are Pop 13 on PSA. So it kind of tells you they're pretty hard to find. So I got this 1960s Bazooka. It was in a panel actually with Yogi Berra and Boyer. And, um, and, and Mangini showed me up on the Club 21 Live. All right. So, so for my, um, my anniversary with my wife, we had a 12 year anniversary. She asked what card I wanted and she bought this card for me for our anniversary. Um, I was about to make a video and Mangini made a bazooka video to show me up before I could come out with it. So, um, it's, it's a 1971 bazooka, uh, SGC three. Um, it's an unnumbered version. So the numbered version is actually the proof version. Um, they actually didn't release the number version, so they go for more money. The unnumbered version is what came out. It was also in a panel with three other players. Uh, nobody's a notable player on the panel with them. And uh, PSA pop on this is about 69, and the panel pop on this is about 19. So these bazooka cards, for good reason, are pricey now because there there's just not a lot out there. Um, so so that's number three is my bazooka my two bazooka clementes and i hope to have all bazooka clementes one day in my set so what was that what was that first slab the green one what is that yeah it's it's spa um i do want to cross this to sgc um all my all my cards are in sgc um they they're 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 pretty reputable oh, I, I, <laughs> I, i've never seen that i've never seen that slab before yeah yeah i i I got a really good price on it because it was in that slab. So I'm very appreciative that it was in that slab and not an SGC slab. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, a good purchase rate. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, man, those bazookas are so cool. I, I just, I love, I love the, now that I'm done with the tops run, I love the food grade cards. So the food cards so much. Like I got the Kellogg's cards. I got the postcards. Um, I, I just think the, the food stuff just has such a good history behind it. Like, it's so cool to talk to somebody who, who doesn't know much about vintage and show them, like, hey, this was in a box of cereal, you know? Like, yeah. the, the history of it, like, like a, a base card is was in a wax pack. I mean, there's not really, yeah. <laughs> there's not really much you could talk about, you know? <laughs> I, I think it's it's kind of an evolution, really. Like, if you, you look at some of the channels uh, that have been around a long time, long time collectors, it's, I don't think it's by coincidence that a lot of them are now into, the, like, you know, the food issues and because they've kind of evolved maybe past the base cards and they still love them. But now the chase is these, you know, harder to find food issues with, which have a cool story behind them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel myself too. I have a, a, uh, I, I won't say what it is, but I got a Mickey Mantle card coming in uh, hopefully this week that's right. along those lines. So um, I'm looking forward to getting that one. Cause it, yeah, like you said, it's just those, you don't even really care too much about the condition. Cause it's like, you want them almost to have like the Cracker Jack. You want to have the Cracker Jack stains on them, the caramel stains, because it tells a story about the card. So yeah. I, I just love that because it doesn't, whether it comes back a two or a one or a six, it, it doesn't really matter, you know? 
No, it's just owning the card. It's just yeah. it's just really cool. I um I did bring um I know you 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 don't really love the Clemente rookie card. I did bring the second year card if you wanted me to <laughs> bring yeah. it out for you. <laughs> I'll never turn down an opportunity to look at a fifty six Clemente. <laughs> All right, here it is. Oh yeah. Um, I, it's not that I don't. I I love the rookie card. I just I I think the fifty six looks. You know, I just like the card design and the image a little better. Um, you know, him making the catch and so forth. Yeah, I, I do. I I I think I think you had a video. Um, if nobody's seen it, it was about a couple months ago. Where where I was it back at her PSA did a debate about if this card should be changed, uh, because kind of the yellow background. It's kind of different than the other cards, and it kind of makes stuff blend in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think they suggested like a red background, maybe on the wall. But this is this is the wall that was in Forbes Field, I believe. So it's it it is it is what you know what was there. So, but uh, I really enjoyed that video. I thought that was really cool. You talked about that. Thanks. But yeah, it was from an old. If I remember, it was an old Beckett magazine that it was just an article from like 1990 or something where they were saying. Oh, where they did a Beckett hired a, an artist to do like a remake of that that card or with that image, and yeah. the guy basically the artist was saying how like he took out the the advertisements on the wall, you know. And I was like, man, I like the advertisements. That add to me that adds to the card. Now let's get into you sent me three cards on your want list. Now, all right, so it is 1957 cons. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, you put you had a so you looking for an SGC one or a two basically? Yep. There we go. Here's a nice two. All right. Is this this it right here? Yeah. This so uh, that's his first cons card right there. Wow. The wiener of the world awaited. <laughs> um, so I could talk a little bit about it. So um, PSA, it's about a pop thirty seven, just to kind of tell people how scarce it is. Um, it uh. <laughs> It's it's his first cons card. Like I said, I'm really into the the food the food cards. Like I just think they have such a good history. So so the the, the, the early cons cards were in the in the packs. Um, in the in the in the 60s, you could actually mail to cons and get the card um, through the mail. But but these all all these cards, like you said, a lot of them have stains from being in the packs. Um, I just think I just think a young Clemente image here. I just think it's a great looking image. Um, his signature, like this is, if you look at the signature, it's like, it's obviously one of his early signatures because he totally changes signature in future, um, you know, signing balls or cons cards after this has his, has his signature that you see everywhere. So I think that's a really cool feature also. And this is a kind of looks like, I don't know how the price prices I'm guessing probably are a little higher than this. This one sold here 2021 for like 2000 bucks. So yeah, a little bit of a, yeah because it's hard so hard to find you can get you can get a pretty rough shape one for like 500 bucks okay uh, un ungraded um so uh, you know i'll be i'll be looking for for something in that range um you know but um i just i just think these cons cards are going to continue to rise in price too so you, you better to get them soon than not but if you want to see a super super rare then the following year the 58 is is one of the grail cards for a lot of clemente collectors it's it's a it's a it's a pop of nine on psa it's a 1958 oh. cons card <laughs> wow. yeah it, it's uh it's just very scarce um so uh I, I i prefer the image on this card um and i i feel like it's more attainable obviously for me to get it one one day soon so 
that's the card that's on my want list right now for cons. See, that's so interesting to me because usually I would like logic would think like, oh, the 57, the, the earlier one might be harder to find or whatever. But yeah. it's just, that's that's interesting that the 58 for some reason is just there's not many out there, you know, even though it was a year after the, <laughs> the first one came out. Yeah, but, it's, it's very interesting. <laughs> all right. So now this next one here, uh, I have this one, thankfully. Yep. here. So I'm going to show it. The This is the 1964 top stand up, a pretty recent pickup for me. And this was, uh, I'm not a, you know, a Clemente super collector, but I want to obviously have a few Clementes in my collection. And this was one that I definitely wanted because it shows him throwing. And that's the 64 top stand-up. Let me go a little solo on this one. Yeah. There's a 64 top stand-up. And uh, pretty high grade on this. So I got a PSA 7 on this wow. one. part of a, it was a uh, three-card lot that I ended up purchasing all stand-ups. Uh, I got this along with a Kofax, and I haven't shown the other one yet, so I'm not going to say who the player is. But, um, yeah, it was a three-card lot that I ended up – it was like an eBay offer that I made, and then the guy somehow found me on Instagram and told me, hey, I, I own a card shop down in Alabama, and I just had a client submit a bunch of these stand-ups, and um, I graded them for him. You know, these were like part of his collection for since he was a kid or whatever, and he just brought them all in raw, and we all graded them, and they came back nice grade so this like psa7 uh really really clean man i mean just get the black blank back there but yeah that's that's why i love this card um obviously tell us why that's a card on your want list well it, it's kind of the the last like well the last attainable tops card i have on my list and um and when when i heard want list like i first thought of cards i could possibly get this year instead of cards that i can get 10 years from now and that's a card, that's the number one card I'm going to be looking for at the National this year. Um, not that I'm not going to keep looking for it right now, but, um, you know, that's my number one card I'm going to be looking for. I'm trying to get like a three to a four grade. Um, you know, it's a little bit more reasonable price for me. But um, I just um, I just think it's so cool that, that he's throwing. Um, yeah. There's not. There's not any other tops cards where he's throwing. Um, it's the only a couple cards where he's even playing defense. Um, most of the cards are him batting or a portrait. Right. So I think it's so cool. His his biggest asset was his arm, and um, and that card has him throwing, which is awesome. So and just the the green and the yellow. I love yeah. the colors on there, man. It's, and I mean, I honestly think it. The cards are actually less expensive than I think they or they're cheaper than they should be. I mean, in my opinion. Just because there's not, if you compare them to other tops cards, there's not uh, population wise, there's not as many as some of these other cards from the '60s. Um, but prices are not too bad, really, on some of these stamps. I mean, I, I don't remember exactly what I got the lot for, but it was less than you would think for the for the three nicely conditioned stand-ups. So they're still pretty affordable, I think, compared to some other cards, you know, yeah. with, with the same populations. And that just because a lot of a lot of these were just popped out, you know, so they're. They're hard to probably hard to find in, in the good. Yeah. Condition. Yeah. yeah I, 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 there was an eBay listing for $30 where the yellow was gone. Oh. And I was, I was very tempted to just get it just to, and then, and then hopefully, you know, upgrade eventually, but I just, I passed on it and I kind of, <laughs> I, you kind of have to have the whole card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's going to be awesome though. To hopefully get that at the national that, that would make it really cool. Uh, hopefully I'll be there at the national and I could take a look at it. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. All right, nineteen. Uh, so the number three is nineteen fifty-two Dick Grote. 
1952 tops, right? Obviously. Yep, his rookie card. Dick Grote rookie card and uh, SGC two. Let's see. Well, let's, let's just put SGC. I'm not sure if we'll get a Dick. That's fine. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, you got to spell it right. That's that's a big part. <laughs> I'm not go. I'm not paying attention to what you're doing. <laughs> SGC. Let's look at this one here. It's the SGC three that okay recently sold. Wow, that looks pretty nice. So here we go. Yeah. I uh. So obviously uh. Uh, Grote passed away recently, which was uh, I made a video about uh, a little bit of a tribute to him. But um, I've been working on his I've been working on his run since I've been working on my Clemente run. But I haven't I haven't focused on it as much as Clemente just because I felt like I, I could at any point go back and get his cards. Um, but um, but it's really it's really the last piece to get to finish his run for me. So um. So it's been on my list. It's been on my list for a while. It's just finding the right one at the right price. And I just, um, I think he's, he's, he's very underrated. Um, I, um, I have, a, I have a soft spot in my heart for him because uh, I was a big pit basketball fan during the big East in the nineties. And, um, and he was our announcer and um, he was literally the Vin Scully of, of my childhood. So, um, you know, I, I, Unlike other vintage players, I was never able to see. I was able to, you know, hear him all the time. So, so after after getting into vintage and getting my dad's cards, and he had three Dick Rowe cards that I have still, um, it 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 had me do more research on how great he was. He was an eight time All Star. He won an MVP. He actually got second place for another MVP. Um, he was a big part of our World Series win in '60 and St. Louis Cardinals World Series win in '64. Um, so, uh, it, he's just a great player. I just think, uh, 52 also 52. I don't own any 52 cards yet. I think 52 is one of the most iconic top sets. Um, I love how they designed it. I just, I just think it'd be the, the best 52 card to get my first one. So, yeah. And like, like just looking at this one here, something about a 52 tops card, regardless of the player, if it, if it's like a, a nice eye appeal one like this. It just hits a little different to me, like the mm -hmm. 50 tops, man, when they are, you know, when they don't have real horrible centering or there's something real off about the card, like something like this, or even like um, Orlando, a collector's dream showed uh, 52 tops. He got of, um, what was it? Minoso recently. Yep. And oh man, the thing was just beautiful. And I'm just thinking <laughs> like the 52 tops, when they're nice, they are just, they just hit again, hit differently than some of these other sets. Yeah, they're they're, they're definitely special, and I, it's a reason why Top Three did the set. Um, you know, they, they've done it a couple times, I believe. They've done modern players and they've redone the older players. It's just, it's just a sweet set. Um, his his rookie card for not being a Hall of Famer is fairly expensive because it's a high number card. Um, you're looking at, you're looking at for like a. A PSA or SGC two, you're looking at like uh, three hundred dollars and three hundred, four hundred dollars. So it's pretty pricey. But to your point, and honestly, I I didn't know he was that good. Like I had heard the name before, but some players just kind of slip through the cracks. As far as like my knowledge of them, I'm not an encyclopedia like some some of these guys on YouTube. But that's a he's a player that I knew he was like you know a good player. But I, just you rattling off that what he achieved in his career. I didn't really know that. So yeah. to learn about that, like, yeah, I didn't realize he was that great of a player. I mean, man, that, that's a great yeah. resume. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you might know though that he, he got drafted in the NBA. He was the third pick overall in the NBA. He went to the Detroit, uh, they weren't the Detroit Pistons. They were the Fort 
I forget the exact name, but they were, he got drafted in the NBA. He played a full season in the NBA and uh, he went to the army for two years. And then the pirates made him quit basketball and just concentrate on baseball. But it's pretty rare for a player to actually play both in the NBA and in the MLB uh, professionally. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Danny Ainge, another one I'm thinking of, he, he played in both, but yeah, you, you know, you don't hear too many. Speaking of NBA, we were talking about this earlier before we started recording. Uh, Theo, I, I, I've always been a basketball fan, NBA fan. Theo obviously, you know, has been an NBA fan uh, in college too. So mm -hmm. we're going to try to do some, maybe some uh, collaborations or lives or group videos where we talk a little more about sports. And we're, I was particularly saying like, I want to talk a little more basketball, a little more football because baseball, we love it, you know, and it, but it's so dominant on YouTube that yeah. um, I want to give a little more love to some basketball and football. I know maybe they won't get the most views or whatever, but that's okay. Uh, guys like us, we have to get it out. We got, I got so many thoughts about NBA history and, the greats and the teams I love that um, I need people like you, Theo, where I can talk about it with. So we gotta, we gotta get something going with that. That, that would be awesome. I, um, I, you know, ba basketball in the nineties was, was so important to me. And, uh, you know, I was a huge Chicago Bulls fan, like every other kid my age and Michael Jordan. And I hated the Utah jazz, but <laughs> you know, I, I loved watching John Stockton play though. You got to give him props and Carl Malone, man, that was that was some fun rivalries back then. The Supersonics, like I used to love basketball back then. It was so great. Stockton, I love Stockton, but he he was a dirty player. He'd give you a nice <laughs> elbow to the to the ribs and everything, and the refs wouldn't see it. Yeah, Giant players crazy. Yeah. Um, I meant to ask you. I wanted to talk real quick about SGC. So you're exclusive. All your graded cards you go SGC with. Is it um, you just basically? Is it uh, an appearance thing? You like the way they look? Uh, is that is that why you chose SGC? Yeah. So. When I first got into it, um, PSA, PS, I sent, <laughs> so I was about ready to send my cards to PSA for my father to, to sell them and PSA closed. Oh, and then, right. and then right. I start doing research and I figure out SGC is known for vintage and that the resale value would be closed for him. So yeah. I sent them to SGC and I get them back and I'm looking at them. And just like you said, you get the tux in your hand and, and I'll, I'll pull out a card, but you, you get that tux, that black border just makes that card pop. And yeah. I, I just, I love their service level, how fast they are returning. Uh, I love how they get back to people in a, in a reasonable amount of time. I mean, that I, I came from, I worked 10 years in retail. So to me, service does matter. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give somebody my money. That's not going to give me good service. So, so I just, uh, I love the service. I love how the tux looks. Um, their pricing was reasonable back during the pandemic. And, uh, you know, PSA was charging like, I think $50 when they opened back up, which was unreasonable if you ask me. Yeah. So um, all that stuff combined, if, if they, I'm literally every Clemente card is going into Tux. Um, I think I already have about 60 Tuxed up. If they ever have a registry, I might be the top Clemente guy for a couple of days until, <laughs> yeah, until somebody, somebody starts logging their stuff on there. Until until Mangini uploads all his stuff on SGC's registry, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I I think he's I think he does whatever the best value. Like I think he's got PSA slabs and stuff, but yeah, yeah. he's 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 probably got some high end stuff in SGC that'll 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 take me over. But <laughs> be cool. I, I hope they do a registry. Yeah, that that because it, it adds a little more fun to it. Again, you don't like they don't give you money or anything for having the but it's just like I do the PSA thing and only because that's basically where I kind of like you. I just 
I started with PSA, so I'm like, ah, oh, just keep going with it with with certain players like Mantle and, and Larry Bird. Uh, but it, it's kind of fun to just keep track of your progress and it helps you find cards that maybe you didn't know about in the in the track list. So um, I think it adds an element of fun to the collecting of it. And I hope SGC would add that. I, I think they they will at some point. It's just a matter of getting around to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right. Well, let's uh, last point here. Uh, I like to do if uh, if you give a give a mention to another channel or channels, whatever, whoever you'd want to mention, someone that that you enjoy watching, uh, and particularly if maybe it's someone I haven't uh, been able to have on the channel yet, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I, I wrote down a couple names here. Um, so, so I know you got brought up a couple times. Um, Sammy from SFI Sports Cards. He's a really great channel and a great, really great uh, card community guy. Um, the Drew of Vintage Legacy. Um, he's really great. Um, David, Legends of the Dugout. He's actually my roomie at the National. Um, he's, a he's got a great channel and, um, I got a shout out a Pittsburgh guy, iconic baseball, iconic Al. He was on my oh, yeah. uh, behind the card episode and we were, we were geeking out about the pirates and he, he's got a very great professional, uh, YouTube channel and, yeah. uh, it's, uh, he'd be a great guest to have. So, yeah, he does. He does. Have, unlike mine where I just, I have zero production value. He, his, I feel like I'm watching like ESPN when I turn on his channel, <laughs> all, the, all the stuff he's got. Uh, I, I I think you're discrediting yourself, that Adam. Adam. You have an amazing channel. I got in the eight months I've been on, I've just seen your growth and just just changing how you 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 uh, you started doing with Dylan and that 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 you you and him are like Batman and Robin. Um, it's a it's a great tandem, and I I think this three for three's been amazing. Um, you know, I just I just think you're doing some great things, man. <laughs> I love Thanks, your stuff. I appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, I, that means a lot. So. This was fun. And uh, like yeah. what I was saying earlier, I hope we can do some more stuff uh, out on over on your channel or anyone's channel that wants to get some people together. I'm interested. I want to I want to start talking more sports. Um, not that I don't want to talk about cards, but I want to maybe if we do something where it's like 75 percent sports and 25 percent cards. I know that might sound crazy, but it would be feel good for a little bit to just kind of get the sports fan stuff out of my head and out in the universe, you know, that I've been keeping it and no one wants to hear it. Like we were saying earlier. People in our regular lives, it's I don't have as many people as I used to that, you know, remember the 2004 Red Sox, you know, and we can talk about that. So hopefully we can do stuff like that. But uh, I'm, I'm thanks, man. This was fun and uh, be in touch soon. Guys, thanks for watching. Go over to Clemente Collector. If you have not subscribed to his channel, he's got some awesome videos, awesome stuff. So thanks, guys. Bye, guys.